You have there to you fail. Are. The difference between the master and the student is that the student, or excuse me, the master has failed more times than the student even tried. Mm. What's going on, good people? It's Israel right here with Real Business Talk TV. This is is Alexander with Real Business Talk TV. And today we're gonna do what we always do, give y'all the real about the business, our personal, and everything in between. And we have an amazing, you know, uh, yes. guest today that we're gonna <laughs> that we're gonna be giving uh, you know, the opportunity to give some insight on what's real to him when it comes to business. You know, I told y'all yeah. we was gonna bring y'all a real, real conversation. So it might get a little spicy if you get offended. You ain't gotta be on this channel, but we're gonna give you the real business. Let's go. I've been knowing Russell. Me and Russell have had several joint ventures together. You know, we started off together. We met through his dad. We have had several um, joint ventures. The last venture we had was like a consulting company. And uh, me, and Russ, me and Russ had a rule. Russ ran the cash flow, I ran the lines of credit. So we had like trust there. Russ didn't look at the um, lines of credit, what the balances was, and I didn't look at the cash flow. Sometimes we would make a lot in business and Russ would come and show me the bank, like, look, look, look how much we just made. And I'd be like, I don't wanna see it, I don't wanna see it, because I always had the mindset that I'm trying to, you know, make more. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I'm trying to make unlimited money. So I say, show me when we reach this certain milestone. Right. Because Russ is more like a utilitarian. And I'm more like a person that spends a lot of money on fashion and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the different dynamic. Tell them about your experience, like when we was doing the consulting business. How was it? Yeah, I mean, it was it was great. You know, it's it's um, when you own your own business, it's it's life changing for sure. Right. But the big thing was is that trust factor, right? Yeah. Uh, when when you have a business partner, you gotta be able to trust them, no matter what it is, uh, no matter if it's the you know. Did he do this deal? Did he not do that deal? Is something going on? Mm -hmm. you, you gotta let all that go. It doesn't matter. Um, at the end of the day, we have our roles and, and I gotta trust him that he's gonna do his part and I'm gonna do my part so that he can have that trust in me. Mm -hmm. And then me and Russ, uh, we just signed a joint venture deal today. We um, negotiated the terms a little bit. We went back and forth and you know, we came out. I think I started at like 20%. And then we end up getting up to 50 50. So we signed a uh, simple one page contract. I know Kanye West was saying that, like, <laughs> you shouldn't have a complex contract. Yeah. So me and Russ, we, 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 we signed several contracts in the past, but this one was a simple one page contract. We signed, we both signed, and we got the deal done. That was a good deal today. Nice. We'll um, discuss what it is later because we're kind of going through the thing of uh, getting the patent and everything for it. Can't let anyone know what it nah, is. Nah, you can't tell them the sauce, <laughs> man. So where did that where did that like business sense for you come from? Was it something that you just acquired over time? Were you you know have family members that are in business, or was it just something that you was like you know I want to be a business owner? You know I grew up poor. Okay. And uh, I'll never forget being so poor that you know you you didn't know. You know, if if ramen was on the, the menu right this week, <laughs> and um, I, I'll never forget when I was a little kid. Uh, my mom would always ask, you know, 
she had that mentality of, of what a lot of people do. You know, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be a businessman. Mm. Like that was my goal. And she was like, no, 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 you want to be a doctor, you right. want to be a lawyer. Right. And thinking that that's what makes money, it's not. Yeah. You know, I can hire doctors and lawyers. Yeah, you you talking that talk now or else you talking that <laughs> talk? So my question is, I know a lot of like people that I mentor and a lot of people ask me, what do you think the difference is in a black male and a white male? Yeah, you were around the same age, so what would you say the difference is? In business, in personality, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like in business, in like business. Do you think y'all get, you know, a lot of people say that, like, I have heard this in the past, like, white people get more access to, like, lines of credit, they get more opportunities, so what do you think the difference is? I, I think that that's the wrong, the wrong question, because it's not black people, white people, it's rich people, poor people. I like mm, it, because no. at the end of the day, this world is super racist. Yeah, correct. if you're poor. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it don't matter if you what, yeah. what color you are. Yeah. I mean, the police are a different story right. altogether. But when it comes to business, it's what have you done before? What do you look like? Are you wearing a Rolex? Mm. Are you coming in with nice clothes? Because no. if you're coming off the street with with just regular clothes on, you poor. Correct. And, and they're not going to give you that. They're not going to give you the, the time of day. Uh, I can't tell you, I mean, we, we went through that Correct. when we were first in business together. The first venture we went on, it, it was like, depending on what we dressed like, changed who we got yeah. to talk to and, and how much they were willing yeah. to help us. We had a little short story, me and Russ, it was really three of us when we started off. I'm not going to disclose the other guy's number. Mm. He was a white guy, yeah. older white guy. It was me, him, and Russ in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And me and Russ used to stay on the phone just planning and planning and planning. And Russ actually knew the other guy way before me. Mm -hmm. And me and Russ was serious about the business, so Russ actually cut ties with him. Mm. You know, he went on my side, because the other guy, I don't I don't know, but I don't think he liked me at all. Yeah. I, the yeah. other guy wasn't willing to put in the work. Mm. And, and even though I had a great deal of, of uh, prior experience and, and uh, relationship with that, that gentleman, yeah. at the end of the day, he wasn't, he wasn't buying in. And, and if you don't buy into the business, then you can't run the business. Correct. And that's, that's all there is to it. Whereas Terrence and I went through that planning. We yeah. did the work. Right. We, we pushed. We kept going. Yeah. And, and that's, he, I mean, I'm sorry. It's, it, at the end of the day, blood is thicker than water all that crap it, it's not true it, it's people sh what's your favorite saying show me your friends i'll show you your future, future. Yeah. it's the truth uh, if you don't if, the, if people give you that energy level if then if it's not what you're looking for then, then find a new friend mm. That's like real. It. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's a good that's He a good lived stance. by it because i seen yeah. it yeah he had knew the other guy um longer whatever i was working every day we because it was we used to have like sales competitions. The other guy didn't want to put forth effort. Me and him put forth effort. We aced his ass out and we kept going. Yeah. We kept going straight. Yeah. And I think that's something that's important for especially new business owners that are getting into business with friends or family. Sometimes you gotta cut ties because they're gonna hold you back or they're gonna hold you complacent, you know, in a, in a space where you're super comfortable. You're like, oh, we don't have to do it today. We'll do it tomorrow. You know, and that's another good point. It's like friends and family. Are, they expect you to be friends and family. Mm. They don't expect you to be a partner. They're, they're, right. It's not the same relationship. Yeah. Like I could be your best friend outside of work. Right. But that's not the same thing when when we're in business together. Correct. You, you can't have that same relationship and expect it to work. Right. It, it's just not going to. Yeah.
Yeah, I feel the same. So right. I got a quick question for you. What you think the most important thing is in business? Like, should it be sales, marketing, lines of credit? What do you think drives the revenue of a business? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think that uh, it's different skill levels and different skills in each one. At the end of the day, if you can't get people to the door, it doesn't matter how good you are at sales. It's worthless yeah. because they don't know who you are or where you are. Right. So it's, I would have to say marketing is, is probably the most important when it comes to business because yeah. you don't need the money. The money will come. Yeah. If you can get people to the door, then, you know, we have a different conversation. But that being said, sales is extremely important too. Yeah. Because once you have them there, if you can't you close, close the deal, yeah, you, gotta close. <laughs> you didn't do anything. No, you gotta close. And, I mean, there's a, there's a rule in sales, you know, 20% of the people that you get to you are gonna buy anyways, mm -hmm. just because. Just because right. you were there and you got them there. Yeah. But that's not what you need. You need higher numbers if you actually wanna succeed. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So, another quick question. How do you view like failure? Like failure in business? Well, failure is the first step to success. You have you to go. fail. The difference between the master and the student is that the student, or excuse me, the master has failed more times than the students even try. Mm. All right, so who would you say is your favorite entrepreneur Ooh. and why? Elon Musk, okay. without a doubt. Okay. Uh, let's, the man started with nothing mm -hmm. in South Africa mm -hmm. and he built his way up to the most richest or second most richest, depending on the day. Yeah. Person, Man, he, he don't give a fuck, right? He does not give, give a fuck. A fuck. Did yeah. you hear the story about his uh, assistant? Yeah, when he built that. No, no, no. I'm talking about this most recent assistant he had. Right. He had an assistant ask for a raise, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, "What did you do this week or something?" That's like, right. He was like, "Tell you what, go on vacation for two weeks, and when you come back, depending on how necessary you were, yeah, ooh, I will, I'll give you, we'll a, give you yeah. a raise or not based on that." So after two weeks, she comes back and he says, "You're fired." I didn't need you at all. <laughs> and for the viewers, I need you to tell something with the viewers. For the viewers who don't know who, because a lot of people don't know who Elon Musk is. Facts. Ah, Elon Musk is the current CEO and, and owner of Tesla. He's uh, the largest shareholder at this point now. Mm -hmm. He also uh, was the owner of eBay uh, before that. So he's had his hands in a little bit of everything. Yeah. He also owns PayPal, or at least yep, he used PayPal. to have sold that. Yep. Started with Ace and then he went to PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. That's yeah. right. Yep. So it's genius. Yep. I mean, the man has been on the top of the trend. He takes a company that he sees value in and he rides it all the way to the top, then sells it and yep. moves on to the next one. And he got boring. The boring company. Yeah, I mean, the guy. He got Twitter. He's Twitter. <laughs> he's a, it's a genius. Yeah. Every, every time he sees something that nobody else sees, and he exploits that thing, gets it to the highest point it's ever been ever, and then he gets out. Yeah. In a book he recommend you guys is called Zero to One. He said if you're a startup entrepreneur, read Zero to One. That's Elon Musk. Okay. That's something he wanted everybody to read. There you go. You you hit on something though, like having that vision. Like when nobody else sees it, whether it's from starting it or to when it's time to exit, how important do you like feel that this? Obviously, it's important, but like just to the viewers, the people that are having that first idea, bro, I want to start something, and nobody else supports you, nobody else around you is like, yeah, you should do it. Like, what advice would you give them? Start from scratch. Fuck them. Go. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, the every day that you delay 
is one day less that you made any money. Mm. Uh, uh, period. Yeah. Uh, Terrence and I, yeah, there's planning involved. You got to do your planning. It, you know, if you if you move forward without think without thought, you, you haven't actually accomplished anything. Right. So there is a lot of planning going involved in that process. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're not doing anything at all, whether it's planning or, or getting that LLC or or developing your product, then then you're wasting your time. You, all you're doing is is being another regular person mm -hmm. who will never get rich because you can't fucking get off your ass and just do it. Right. I love it. And when you need advice for business, who do you call? <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it at first. <laughs> this, that's my brother right there. Yeah, I feel him, bro. Like, do you have any other, even if it's like not in-person mentors, but people that you look at, like you'll watch their videos or something that's like, you know what? I, I fuck with what they do and how they do it. You know, I do. There's a lot of them um, because I, I'm a big, I, I like to know how shit worked. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's real. It's kind of the way I think. Me too, yeah. If I don't understand how it works, then I don't really care. Right. Um, so there's this guy, uh, I'm going to give a shout out. I don't know if I can do that or not. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Veritasium. Uh, okay. Veritasium, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He does science videos. What would happen if you dropped a penny off the Empire State Building? Could it kill someone walking on the sidewalk below? What does it take to create a deadly projectile? Well, I'm going to put this to the test with original Mythbuster Adam Savage. And, and basic physics and uh, clickbait videos. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's very, very well-spoken and he explains it in a process that really breaks it down for the, for the layman that's not a physicist. Yeah. And, and um, I love those videos. I love to know how it works. Because if you can understand how it works, yeah. then you can do it yourself. That's right. I love that. So yeah, that's good. That's and one of my principles was like, that's what made me, me and him so good at being business partners. Because one of my principles is like less control equals more control. Mm -hmm. I think know how what you're doing, what you doing work. Right. Like whatever everybody else is yeah. doing. Yeah. Right. And he yeah. like he's more logical in business. He wants to know how everything works. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. And it worked well for us because yeah. like, I mean, you said it yourself. Like. I'd, I'd rather, instead of owning, being an engineer, I'd rather own one. Right. Right? You said that to me in business one day. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but I still want to be able to talk to the engineer. Yeah, because right? it's like, why go to Harvard when you can hire somebody that went to Harvard? That's true. Go. But if you can't understand a word he says, then what good is it? Correct. True. You know? I get that. Yeah. It's always going to be a disconnect. It's always going to be like, they're talking over here, you over here, you're like, how can we get to the fucking middle? Oh, and that's man. what it's about. I already know. <laughs> that reminds me of that lady that we had consulting. Yeah, we had a consulting customer, and it was uh, a black lady, right? Yeah. And you know, she was terrified, terrified of white people. Yeah. Really? We didn't know it. We didn't know it like in the beginning. Damn. So I would let Russ deal with her, and she would be like skittish. Yeah. Like, I would. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? She would like hang up and she was, I already had paid her. So we yeah. were trying to get the job done. Hang up. So I said, let me start calling her. When I started calling it, everything went smoothly. Dang. And it was funny because like, from my perspective, it was like, I would explain it. Then I would dumb it down, explain mm -hmm. it again. Mm -hmm. 
Then I dumb it down, explain it again. Yeah. And kept going until finally I was like, look, I, I don't know how to make this any dumber. <laughs> any simpler than it could possibly be. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Terrence, I need you to talk to this <laughs> he lady. Did it. He did it. That's one of the things he did often though in business, I can say with Russ, because Russ, Russ is pretty real smart, so he would um he would um Transfer the customers to me a lot if they got to get on his nerves. Yeah, <laughs> so I, think, I think there's no a big difference with black yeah. and white people in the general is us understanding each other. Yeah, you know I think this is a is a miscommunication with black and white people. Yeah. So I guess if they was black, I could talk their language and talk their culture. Well, that that lady though would piss me off because you would say the same fucking thing I said. <laughs> Literally, word for word. Like we just said. Like we were just talking about. Yeah. And That's then she'd be like, mean. oh, no, I don't understand. <laughs> like, fuck you! <laughs> but yeah, that's how it is sometimes. It, I mean, sometimes it's just the relatability or whatever it might be with certain people that make them feel comfortable doing business with other people, so. Um, so business is, you know, if the person is getting your trust up, if the love, person yeah, trusts you, like, they'll do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And that's you say that kind of and it be, in, in the beginning, but that's how customers are. If they trust you, they'll give you their money. They'll give you anything. So you know, <laughs> resources, they'll give you time, they'll give you That's whatever. a tip in itself, like, you know, for all you guys that have um, customers out there, make sure they trust you first. Yeah. Because if they trust you, it's easy for you to send that promotion out and they click it because they trust you. Correct. All right, this episode is brought to you by EveryScent.us, and uh, we're gonna have our guests give a real, in real time, fragrance review on this fragrance, so we gonna see what he think. All right, so we got Tom Ford, fucking fabulous. <laughs> uh, eau de parfum. Okay. All right, let's see. Oh, actually, that one smells pretty good. Spray it, man. I'm trying to find the damn spray. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Don't spray it in your face, there you go. Spray it on you, we wanna get your real review. Spray it on your wrist. How do you put your colognes on when you put colognes on? Cologne. You wear cologne. You know what I think of cologne? That's perfume to get a woman. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I, I, yeah, that's truly like uh, I already got one. I'm good. There you go. <laughs> what you think? Um, you know, it's surprising. That's a. It's it's that's good. I like so that. What? One. What do you? It's fucking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Everything.us. Go ahead to uh, the website right now. 15,000 fragrances at your fingertips and go ahead and get the fucking fabulous. Let's go. You heard it from him. <laughs> All right, so everybody knows about what happened in 2020. Mm. One of the most detrimental, catastrophic, crazy fucking times of all our lives. Mm. What is your, I guess, uh, take on how COVID impacted your business or how COVID impacted businesses, period? Uh, well, yes, COVID was a terrible thing. Yeah but we actually destroyed it. <laughs> it was awesome. Because yeah. the thing is, it's like anytime you throw in a curveball, mm -hmm. you just need to figure out how can I capitalize on this thing. Right. Right. So with COVID, everyone was getting those uh, those uh, checks. The PPP right loans yeah, the and the yeah, unemployment. Checks. Yeah. So yep. you know what we did? We had a stimulus special. There you go. For the cost of your stimulus check, we, we will fix you up. Perfect. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, we exploded our business yeah. when we did that. So you were one of the people that was able to lock in, capitalize, and then from that you went into 
more business from that. Absolutely. Man, we got shut down a couple of times. Yeah. We in business. Like we used to work for my condo, like on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play, we'll make calls in the morning, then we'll play, if we had like little Shuffle games. Board. Shuffleboard. Yeah. yeah. And pool. The, the pool and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then they told us we had to stop coming up there, so we had yeah. to <laughs> actually move to a physical office. Yeah. So I guess that was an extra expense. Yeah, it yeah. did. It added that. <laughs> yeah. it, he's right. I mean, the, it's what forced us to go into because we were all digital at that point anyways. Mm. And so like, we didn't need a physical office. What was the point? Mm. Uh, but COVID forced us to, we had to have a physical location because his his building would not let me come in Damn. at all. So, and every restaurant we would try to go to is like everybody shut down. Right, you order to pick up. Hey, and business yeah. didn't stop. It like, didn't they, stop. They, <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't even let him, nobody, no guests in the building. Damn. COVID. Yeah, it's crazy. We had to get a location that, you know, keep our business going, but other than that, we was rolling like a motherfucker. So what do you think the story is gonna be 20 years from now about COVID? Like, you know how they talk about the d- depression and then, you know, all the well, recessions or whatever. This is, this is the Spanish flu all over again. Yeah. I mean, history repeats itself. True. Like, Opportunity it's- doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, it, there's that saying, you know, in history, the point of learning history is that those who do not learn are doomed to repeat it. Mm. Well, guess what? Nobody fucking learned because mm. we are constantly repeating this shit over and over and over again. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. The media tells you what you think, and that's what you think. Right. And you can't follow that program. If you want to ever succeed, you cannot let other people tell you what you think. Mm. And I think that's where Elon Musk is going with um, Twitter. He has like the free speech going. Like, yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say on this platform. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like it, but it's actually good. Because mm. even with Kobe, I thought that they should have put a debate of two doctors up. Mm. One doctor that believed in Kobe, one doctor that didn't. Yeah. And then we can get an understanding. That's well, why we got. Yeah, let the people decide. Yeah. Or, or like the people when those doctors were uh, storming the. the yep. Yeah. The Congress Hall. Correct. About, uh, what was it, Ivermectin? Yeah. And it's like all the docs that were there, they were like, shit works. Yeah, like, yeah. Let people try it. Correct. You know what? Don't believe yeah. me. Take the pill. <laughs> and see do it for yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and that got shut down. Yeah. Right? Like, it was a big deal. Yeah. Because I think that's what business is. Like, people disagreeing and whoever's right is right by the data. Correct. And that's why I'm at. Yeah. But it's also the... You, you can't get the the right answer without somebody having well, an opposition. They, it's just like if they was doing like um, a political debate. Yeah. Put one Bingo. doctor on there, put yeah. it on the broadcast, and let's yeah. see, let the people choose. Correct. That's yeah, what I well, that's, that's what we're supposedly doing now. But yeah. at the end of the day, politics are all bullshit. Yeah, I'm apolitical. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I think I am too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just well, like, I damn. Don't, I don't care if you're Democrat. Yeah, I don't care Repu- if you're Republican. whatever. None of that shit Why fucking you matters. Why you Because you like less taxes. That's my spot. Because at no, the end of the day, we do. Hell yeah, yeah. we're just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Like yeah. none of that shit fucking matters. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. you're, you, whoever you vote for, he's going to do the same crooked shit. Correct. When he gets to office, none of it matters. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. If anything, we need a whole new system. There we go. Just tear that shit down and start over. Correct. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, us, us going off of just. So if you was president, how would you establish that new system? You tell me that. Well, for starters, uh, term limits, right off the bat. Too long or too short? You need to have term limits. Oh, lim- okay, like so. The president, 
You know why we started the presidential term limits? Mm. Because FDR died in office oh, damn. on his third term. Mm. Uh, and so the Congress at the time was like- So you don't, let's go back here. You don't think it should be term limits? No, there should be. Uh, you, okay. can't, you can't let a politician die in office. That's fine. Congress said, no one person should have that much power for that long. That's a long time. Eight years is a long time. Congress, you can stay in for life. Facts. <laughs> it can be right. a Let's stop true. having 80 year old people Facts. tell me what yeah. I can do. True, true. Period. Like, yeah. They're not, they not even involved. Like, no, no, they don't care. They're Look, like, sitting up here. If you want to tell me how to play shuffleboard, we can talk. Right. You're, you're 80 fucking years old. <laughs> You want to tell me about how your nurse changes your diaper and right, what the best right, way right. to do that is? Go so, ahead. So would you say they need an age limit? God damn right. right. Age so fucking, if you was the president well, or whatever. For starters, it, it, your average of your country, right? So like if the average working man is 50, mm -hmm. then you need a 50-year-old fucking president. Right. If the average person is 20, then we need a 20-year-old president. Right. The average person is 75, yeah. then we live in too long. So, <laughs> I got another question. So you know the United States is in a lot of debt. How do you fix the debt problem? Well, I mean, they want to be in debt. That is, that's, that's, at the end of the day, we still live in a slavery society. Mm -hmm. I mean, Abe Lincoln himself said it. Uh, we can't live without slavery involved. The, right. the, the lower class is Okay, the let's take it a step back. Explain the slim slavery, as, you know, for the listeners. Like, like break it down like you would say it's a, if I was an eight-year-old. Okay. So it's real, real simple. I'm gonna try to make it as simple as I can. Okay. If you work every day for your whole fucking life, and you never have anything to show for it, it when you die. Clear, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, or right? No, he said it's, it's about money. No, well, and, and don't get me wrong, the, the media is going to tell you because you're black, yeah, you are ten times Correct. more likely to, to be not be anything that, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what do they say? Like if. You, if you're white. Oh, oh, you are white. <laughs> you have it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have all the privileges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How dare you be poor? Right, right. Like, it's, this, it's this thing, like, yeah. this stigma, like, I can't be poor. Like, what the hell? Like, everyone. As if, it, it, yeah, it, as if all white people are just right. financially just empowered. Right, like, yeah. oh, I had a 700 credit true. score the day I was born. Right, right? like, <laughs> I mean, no, fuck you. Like, I, I remember, like, I, I was in the army and I couldn't get top secret clearance because I didn't have that credit score. Mm. And they looked at me funny because mm. I was like, Damn, how bro. does he not have a credit score? I mean, he's 18 years old. Damn. But it's it, it, slavery. Yeah. Okay. The, the, if you have to work all of your life and you never have anything to pass on to the next generation of your family, then you were a slave. There you go. Period. The end. If you had to work until you're 65 years old and then you could retire That's crazy. when you got 10 years left to live, Nah, fuck that. That's crazy. You were a slave. That's true. That, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's all there is to it. Yeah. You wanted to work that long, that's different. But if you had to because it's the only way to survive, you were yeah, a slave. That's true. Man. When you I put like it like it. that, yeah. <laughs> For real. And I think it's about context and I think it's about people being so sensitive to words to where they'll run with that to a completely different place when that's literally what happened. That's what happened, and that's what's happening right now. And just being clear with our viewers, it, does, it doesn't matter your color. No, right? yeah, we said that several times, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're a slave to anything that you cannot be able to be owner of. Right. 
Yeah, if you You're can't have ownership right. in your life, then you are a slave to whatever it is. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Whether you, yeah. you have skill or not, yeah. if you can't stop everything you're doing tomorrow and, and go to another country, Correct. You're a fucking slave. I say it all the time, like Barbara and like people not being a slave to the chair because they're forced to work 10 and 12 hours cutting hair Just every single day to pay the bills yeah. and to come back to work. Literally working to work. Right. That's, that's not really how you make money. People don't know that. Nah, no. and that's not what life is supposed to be about. Right? <laughs> so you're supposed to be I mean, able to enjoy it. What does life supposed to be about these guys? I, I think it's it's about living in abundance. I think it's about finding something that you can be an owner of because stuff like real estate is available. It's not like they limit it to, oh, only white people can have real estate. <laughs> you know yeah, that's funny. You're right, you're right. You know, I, personally, I'm, I'm not religious. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a very unreligious person. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a cosmic nihilist is okay. the, the, the ter technical term. But you, you're right. The point of life is to be happy. Mm. And if you're not fucking happy, then why are you living? Yeah. At, at the end of the day, there is no God. There is no point. Mm. It's all bullshit. Mm. The only thing that matters. <laughs> I'm listening. I, I, I believe in God. I believe in God too, but I, it's about God perspective. God bless him. Bless him. Terrence, Terrence, tell me this seriously. Tell me the this. Perspective yeah. is good. But seriously, at the end of the day, if you're not fucking happy. Oh, okay, I got a question for you. What makes you happy? For me, well, first off, happiness comes from within. Okay. You got to start there. If you can't be happy with yourself just sitting, doing nothing, then you got another problem. Mm. You got a hole inside you that needs to be filled. Mm. And the problem is, is that most likely all these TV ads and stuff are going to tell you, hey, to fill that hole, yeah. just buy this yeah. product, right? <laughs> and you're going to be a consumer for the rest of your life. That's fine. Uh, but but that's, that's not the case. Yeah. That's, you got to break that cycle. Mm. You got to learn how to be happy with yourself. And you got to figure out how much do I have to have? And then how much does it take for me to have fun? Mm. How much do it take for you to have fun? Like, if you had to put a number on the amount of money you would need for the rest of your life to live, how much would that be? With or without interest. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you don't learn interest, you pay interest. That's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so, you know, $3 million is all I need for the rest of my life. Okay. Damn. Because with $3 million on the interest alone. You're going to keep making money off the so money? Where, that's with way $3 million, million you have to say you're going to go where? So you're going to move to an island. You got to tell them like your plan. Oh. <laughs> uh, so if I had it my way, in a perfect world, I'd live on a fucking island by myself with <laughs> just my friends, just yeah. my local close friends, and, and we would have our own self-sustaining colony. Because fuck all this shit, man. Yeah, yeah like, it's a lot. Give me like the internet. I'll take the internet. Okay. Because I like to play games. I'm a video gamer. But I will sit on my fat ass and play video games and be happy until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to Real Business Talk TV. <laughs> you gonna get some more of that next time. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Yeah.